The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream, where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty, the breathtakingly gorgeous beauty of who you are. And I am so happy to be your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden, aka Dr. Dream, here on Unity Online Radio. And the number to call today if you have a dream to share, a dream question, or a question about the Celestine Prophecy, or about Peru, or Machu Picchu, or things that rhyme with hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I don't know. I'm not going to rhyme this early in the morning. What am I daring to try? Okay, the number to call is 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. And I have a full house today. It's like a party. First of all, I'm sitting next to such a gorgeous woman, Kosar Abbasi. Say hello, Kosar. Hello. (laughs) Kosar came all the way from Iran to sit here with me today and be here with you on Unity Online Radio. Is that true? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, you incarnated just to be here for this moment. So for those of you who don't know her, you can find her on Instagram at Kosar Abbasi, A-B-A-S-S-I, K-O-S-A-R. And Kosar has some amazing pictures, amazing videos. Um, she's an incredible dancer. She's, uh, I mean, it's not like, it's not belly dancing. It's not Persian dance. It's just, it's not Sufi dance. It's it's fusion dance off the hook. Like when she moves, the world moves and life changes. She's such a talent. So I'm so happy that you are here with me in the flesh. Thank you so much and and she's here in the flesh because nancy t can't be here in the flesh but nancy is here in spirit and in voice hi nancy t are you here i sure am hi ladies so good to talk to you both yay yay (laughs) nancy t and nancy t when we were just doing our little pre-show on um unit what were we doing on facebook live on my kelly sullivan walden dr dream page. We do that before the show every week. Nancy was sharing a very interesting and fun dream. So we'll talk about that in just a moment. But I also want you to know who else is with us. Let's just bring everybody on and then we'll see how this conversation flows. Russ Jones is somebody that Nancy T and I met a couple, maybe a year and a half ago-ish in Teotihuacan. And Russ was leading a group, I was leading a group, and we were both staying at the Dreaming House in Teotihuacan at the same time. And we started talking, and Russ said, hey, have you ever been to Tolontongo? And I was like, what? What do you do with my Tongo? And anyway, he, he, he convinced Nancy and I to take our group to Tolontongo, and we had a most magical time in the waterfalls, in the caves, in the underground, in this sacred water, magical dream. It's a dream come true. 
And while we were on the bus on the way up, Russ and I were talking about Peru. And I thought, wow, I don't know, it'd be really fun to go to Peru with somebody who knew what he was doing. And it turns out Russ is that person. Russ has been to Peru many, many times. How many times have you been to Peru, Russ? I think I've been there seven times. Wow. And um, seven to ten times. It's all kind of blurry now. Wow. So I wanted to bring Russ on the show today because he's very dreamy. In fact, he uses the word dream all the time. If you ask him a question about something he doesn't immediately know the answer to, he'll say, want to say it, Russ? I don't know. Let me dream on it. I heard you say this. I queued you up, Russ. (laughs) Work with me here. (laughs) Let me dream on it. I'll dream on that. Yeah? Yeah. Or am I just dreaming? (laughs) It it is a dream. Life is a dream. Isn't it? It depends on what dream I want to be in. Exactly. Well, so I what what we talked about for kind of the little teaser about this show is tying in the Celestine prophecy with with what you've learned from Peru. But before we do that, Nancy T is our spiritual Vanna White, and she's going to shuffle the, the Hero's Journey Dream Oracle cards for us all and pick a card and read it in her lovely lilting voice and inspire us today with, with our message for today. And, and maybe this Hero's Journey Dream Oracle card will inspire you to step up to being more of the hero you were born to be. And I'm not just saying that to you, Russ. I'm saying that to everyone who's listening, to all of us. So, Nancy, no pressure. Pick the right card. Don't screw <laughs> well, up. You know, what's funny is you said <clears throat> all of that. And then the card that I chose is say yes to your higher calling. Okay, let's hear it, Nancy. Bring it in. And if you can talk a little louder, somehow get, like, shove your face into the microphone of the phone, that would be great. Tell me, is this better? Oh, yeah. Does that sound better? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to put on my glasses so I don't, you know, try and really figure this out. Good job. Through uh, osmosis. Okay. Yeah. So, say yes to your higher calling is the card. It's card number 12. I love this card. It's absolutely beautiful. It looks like a woman and she's there's all this beautiful yellow and she's got this gorgeous blue gown and her hair is flowing and she's holding it, it you can it looks like the sun but it could be the moon. It's so beautiful and she's she's reaching out to it. I, I love this card and I want her outfit. So that's just a side note. <laughs> Most right. importantly, where does Rasuli do his shopping for his goddesses that he paints? We need to know these things. <laughs> the Rasuli right. gallery. So, yeah, the, the theme is to be a human exclamation mark. And the big question is whether you are going to be able to say a hearty yes to your adventure, Joseph Campbell. So the message is, Pack lightly. Bring only the most essential so you can be free to embrace each new moment with wide open arms, heart, mind, body, and soul. Life is a conveyor belt of never-ending blessings, and you can say yes to it all. Then, when it's time for you to release and move on, you can do so with pleasure and gratitude. Deeply appreciate all your belongings, yet recognize that you aren't intrinsically attached to them. Appreciate all the experiences and defining moments displayed in your personal halls of fame and shame, but also know they are not who you are. 
release them willingly to make room for new experiences. Feel the butterflies and sensations of love well up within you and trust that saying yes to the beckoning winds will lead you to the perfect people, places, and situations for your maximum soul growth. You are ready. Woo! Mm. And the mantra is, I trust my yes to lead me to the perfect people, places, and opportunities. And the tr- the dream symbol, travel, a journey. <laughs> Are you uh, kidding me? A- Nancy, you did you really pick this randomly? I really did. <laughs> oh, you planned it. That's good. You're good. You're yeah, good. I'm trying to tell you, oh, my gosh, this is great. And remain open to an unlimited possibilities that lie ahead. Oh, wow. How about that? Mm. <laughs> Wow, Nancy, that was perfect. You picked, did you, I don't think you read what travel in a dream means. Can you add that to it? Oh, yeah, I can. I can. Hold on. I'm dropping things and switching things around. There it is. It just (laughs) opens right to it. All right. So in a journey, okay, it's travel, a journey. Dreams of travel or being on a journey signify a change or need for awareness of your life direction. Remain open to the unlimited possibilities that lie ahead. Your highest destiny is calling, and it may be taking you to places within your body, mind, and soul that you never knew existed. Woohoo! Holy Lord. Okay. Yeah. That's, thank you, Nancy. That was beautiful. Okay. Just say yes. Just say yes to Russ. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Excuse It just rolls right off her tongue. There's no hesitation. How does that relate to you, Russ? Well, it it relates. It was uh, kind of a dreamy uh, for for me to mm. hear that because I I was running on fear for a, a large part of my life and I was mm. afraid to go to Mexico um, and to go on a spiritual journey. And after ten years, I finally said yes, and it wow. changed my life. It changed the way I looked at my life. And through going to Mexico, I was invited to go teach in Peru. And I said, yes, and I didn't think I would ever go. And one of the things that happened for me was to be able to change my inner landscape and my belief system around um, that the the world is a beautiful place and not a scary place. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's big. Big. Wow. So that little shift that big shift made all the difference. Well, it, it was, I think it was a process of um, being, uh, what would I call it, restricted, constricted inside myself. And then mm. finally people kept on asking me and asking me and finally, and I don't know what the shift was uh, for me to say yes. And, and the same thing with my continuing journeys to Peru and Mexico Um, to say yes to new opportunities there and to say yes inside myself, Um, to learn a a different way, a new way to experience my life and and to learn a new practice. So I I practice Lakota spirituality and I practice Toltec spirituality. And this last year I went to Peru and climbed Mount El Sangati. And in my 59th year of life, I climbed up to Mm -hmm. 17,000 feet and did my initiations wow. with the Caro Indians of Peru, and and I I I I didn't die, but I did die. I died to my belief, mm. um, my restrictive belief, 
and um, I'm open to uh, new experiences, and it's a beautiful thing. And so coming on our journeys, um, those are some of the things you can look forward to, plus just the the utter beauty of uh, going to Machu Picchu, one of the wonders of the world, and to do a ceremony with the Caro Indians. Um, that'll be part of our trip. Um, and mm. to learn, and I, I have a pretty um, solid foundation with how they experience life, and I can translate that. Because um, I know the first time I did ceremony with them, um, I didn't understand what they were doing, and I projected lots of negativity onto them. And and then when I went last year to um, do my initiations, I gained a much larger understanding so I can translate that to the people that come on our trip. Mm, how fantastic. Wow, well, good for you for saying yes and going through all the all that it's taken for you to become masterful in 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 all of that and so i'm just excited i mean so you and i talked about bringing a group and now it's time to start telling people about it i mean i've been telling people about it kind of casually but now it's like a couple months away so if anybody's we, hearing we, we, this we leave in 58 days um, so holy lord okay so that's almost three months and, and to say yes it's, it's time to say yes and kosar's like uh Okay, <laughs> just say yes. So in the movie, The Celestine Prophecy, I just want to talk about this for a minute because that, to me, was the first yeah. time I really I really thought about Peru as a mystical place to go. And in that, in that um, book, the lead character is somebody casually says, oh, you should go to Peru. You should go check out this place. And he's like, oh, that's strange. I just got like his something happened at work and he um, – so he had time off to go. So he, so he just kind of, and then at home he gets the mail and there's this brochure for Peru and he's like, Oh, interesting. So there's all these synchronicities and he jumps aboard. And to me, I, I felt very much like I related to the lead character and I've been paying attention to synchronicities ever since. So in the, in the Celestine prophecy, they talk about these nine um, these nine secrets. They don't call them secrets. They call them something else, but, when you uncover each one, it opens up a level of awareness and it brings you to a higher level of vibration. And the very first one in Nancy T and I were just talking about this on Facebook is about meaningful coincidences, synchronicities. So whether, you know, when you hear about a, a sacred journey to Peru and, and maybe it's something that you've thought about and maybe somebody else that usually, I think it comes in threes, these signs, Think about think about the possibility of going. Now, I didn't. I the seed first got planted for me back in 1995, and I have yet to go. And so, this sometimes it takes a while for these seeds to gestate and percolate. Just because you hear about it in one moment doesn't mean you jump. But to me, it's always magical when I do. And I want it. I want to invite um, Russ. I don't know if you ever read that book, Nancy. I know you did, Kosar. I'm not sure. And anyone who's listening, there's nine of these um, insights. And I, there's, there's a couple of them that are my favorite that actually have changed my life. And I wanted to share a little bit about another one of them, but Russ, let me ask you, did you ever read that book? Are you still there? Russ Jones, I can't hear yeah. you. Okay. There you are. <laughs> did you ever read that. the Celestine prophecy? That's okay. I, I, I read it uh, like a long, long time ago and I recently watched the movie. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I had watched the movie a long time ago. And what was your question? I got distracted by a message <laughs> on my phone, so I didn't hear the question. <laughs> it was about the insights, about which which of them stirred you or inspired you. If anybody wants to call in and weigh in on this conversation about which of those insights were their favorites, the number is 816-251-3555. So I'm going to share one of the ones that really rocked my soul in addition to in addition to the synchronicity one. Um it was the one that comes towards the end and Kosar, I think, you know, I think anybody who cares about intimate relationships, this, this one will be important to you in, in the story. And it's all in the spirit of, of, of Peru and in Machu Picchu and they're running and they're trying to keep themselves alive and they, and their vibration keeps getting higher and higher. So some of the people that are trying to get them and arrest them can't see them because they've gotten so light, but, there's a moment where the the lead guy, there's this woman that he's really attracted to and she's beautiful and he keeps running into her at all these key moments. And every time he sees her, he kind of steps all over himself and makes a fool of himself trying to get her attention, trying to hook her. And he keeps doing it wrong. So she it keeps repelling her, even though you can tell she's also attracted to him, but he keeps trying to get it right. And finally, towards the end of the story where it's like the critical moment where all the people with machine guns are soon going to be coming and they have to hide out. And he's there in the same space at the same time with this beautiful woman. And the shaman woman that he's with says, dude, she doesn't call him dude, but basically she's like, dude, you have to get a hold of your energy. Can you like, can you believe what you're doing with your energy? And he's like, what? He said, okay, you're here in the living room and she's in the kitchen, but your energy is not here with you. It is in the kitchen with her. That means that you have none of your energy. None of your soul force is here with you where you need it. So get your energy out of the kitchen and back here in the living room with you. He's like, I had no idea. I'm just so attracted to her and I just really want to talk to her. And she's like, you have to imagine that she is already sitting next to you and that you already have this connection. She's not separate from you. She is a part of you. Now, if you can do that, then I bet you you'll even magnetize her to you without having to run after her. So he sits there and in his mind, he imagines that she's sitting next to him and it makes him happy. And then he kind of imagines that she morphs into him. So they're connected and he gets super happy and he becomes like a glowing orb. And sure enough, she comes walking out of the kitchen and is magnetically drawn to sit right next to him physically. And that's basically the simple version of, of that um, insight. Do you remember that one, Russ? I do. Nancy, what about you? Oops, sorry, I was on. I don't know. I'm losing people. (laughs) Everyone's dropping like flies. (laughs) 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 Am I talking to myself? (laughs) Nobody loves me. Kosar is here. Okay, Kosar, I'm not going to talk to Nancy and Russ. (laughs) Kosar, what did you think about that insight? Does it make sense? And then I'll talk to you guys. Just kidding. No, he's not too scared. Okay, Nancy, did you guys, I mean, does any of that make sense? That insight oh about not no, that, clamoring that, after. I mean, it reminded me of something. It reminded me of a, a maybe maybe Katie says that too. Well, you know, she has that concept of 
you you have your business and then there's your there's someone else's business and there's God's business. God's business. I like, right. I feel like that is this a similar uh, parallel in this book where you know really you know if your energy is in the kitchen then you're not here. There's there's something to that and I I love that. I love that takeaway and it it reminded me of Katie, my favorite. So yeah. I always thought this could really work not just with people, but I think it works with things and places. Like mm. let's use Peru for an example. Like for anybody who's feeling like I mean and I've had so many people email me and say, "Oh my god, I look at, look at your trip to Peru. That looks so amazing. I could never do that. It's too much money, it's too much time, it's too whatever." So if if you're somebody who thinks they'd like to go, but it looks too difficult, then try try it like this. Put Peru right next to you. Imagine that it's like all of the magic of Machu Picchu and Wanapichu and all the other places that that Russ is going to tell us more about and that he's told us about. Imagine that you're right next to it and it's seeping into you and and then you're in it without having to move your body one inch. Like just allow yourself to be in the field of it and it to be in the field of you. Feel the the sharing of energy between you and Peru and Peru and you so that you're not separate. You're You're together and in this moment, as simple as this is, if it's meant to be a trip that you take, then you'll you'll magnetize it. It will it will reveal itself. I think, and then it also takes away the longing and the wanting and the pain and the suffering of like, why can't I ever? You know, it's like, uh-huh. no, I'm already there. So, back to you, Russ. And and that um, is what happened for me in the last uh, nine years of traveling to Mexico and Peru is um, I could have made up excuses um, for every trip not to go. And um, yeah, I said, a yes. thousand. And, and one of the um, things that I'm a dreamer and I've been a dreamer all my life. And some people say, well, you just think too fantastically. And, and so there's this um, kind of put down for, for dreaming into things and, um, but being able to dream into it, and so I have my waking dream and my sleeping dream, and then just a dream. And um, that I, when I first went to Peru, I dreamt into it, and I allowed myself mm. to soar around Machu Picchu, and I'd never even been there. And I had this waking dream of soaring through the mountains of Machu Picchu, and and it was fantastical. And I had this. Um, thing happened in my dream where I I landed and I looked into a puddle and the whole universe was in this puddle. Mm. And then a couple days later, I I was in a rock shop because I like rocks. And there's this stone that looks like a puddle of stars. And so that was a really big indicator for me. It's like, okay, and this is going to come with me to Peru. And so um, and that dream is part of my dream and part of the Andean Carol belief system is that we come from a guiding star and, uh, and to be able to meditate into that um, star and to know that you're home with that place 
and and part of their a big part of their belief system is to meditate with rocks um, that you've picked out that you connect with. Um, so yeah, I, I like that idea of dreaming into it and being there, be with it. And I know for me that now I go there every year, at least once a year and sometimes twice a year uh, to dream there with people. Mm, I love that notion that you said about that we all come from a guiding star. Ooh, that really resonated with me. Kusar, what's all this bringing up for you? That insight about the relationship stuff and about dreaming into things and taking it from being outside of you to being right here. Uh, first of all, I, I do really enjoy hearing all this. <laughs> like, uh, I'm myself in a very, uh, I'm in a time of my life, in a period of time that I'm going through a lot of spiritual journeys myself and I'm finding out a lot of truth inside and outside myself and the things I, um, I deal and react to the things on a daily basis and I'm really learning from all of you. Like, thank you. <laughs> I got a chance to thank you again and Nancy, you too. Thank you so much. Um, I... I uh, I always, when I think of dream, I feel that I live it, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the whole, the life is a dream, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a lot of, it's a mystery, mm-hmm. it, it, dream is exciting and, and traveling to places which gives us a, like dreamy experiences, it's, it's, I think, um, for me, it's always like, I'm leaving them, you know, mm-hmm. like when people tell me, what is your dream? I say, I'm just living it right now, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I got a chance to travel to Mexico twice Yay. and uh, once to Teotihuacan with you. And oh my God, the changes that has happened into my life mm-hmm. after this journey, these five days is unbelievable (laughs) oh i'm so happy to hear that it's unbelievable like i haven't been talking so much about it but um, it's like for myself it's like crazy oh my god yeah i'm gonna share soon okay because we're gonna come (laughs) right back from a break and we're gonna hear more from kosar about the insights and the transformation that's happened to her and also nancy's nancy's dream and more from russ jones here on the ask dr dream show on unity online radio don't go anywhere come right back and just say yes You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous donations of listeners like you. If you feel inspired by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make your offering today. Thank you for your support. 
Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Dr. Wayne Dyer, taken from a live lecture at a Celebrate Your Life event in 2014. Just pay attention. Just start to recognize the miraculousness of every moment and everything that shows up in your life. And even the fact that that you can take a breath and that who you are is here now at this time in an infinity that has no beginning and no end, that you showed up. Pay attention. Notice the trees. Notice the clouds. And as Maslow said, see the unfolding of God in everyone that you encounter. Pay attention. Know that this world that you're in, this physical body that you're in, is not who you are at all. Pay attention. To find out about a Celebrate Your Life event in 2019, visit CelebrateYourLife.com. What if you could start each day with a positive outlook, remembering you are a divine expression of God? Daily Word is a booklet of daily devotionals offering positivity that's downright contagious. With a print subscription or by email, you can pause to reflect on how to practice spirituality in your human experience. Reading Daily Word takes about a minute a day, so you can feel uplifted every morning. Visit dailyword.com to subscribe. Did you know Unity has published a new book by Eric Butterworth? This wonderful writer and teacher who is loved by so many people left a recorded class called Practical Metaphysics that has now been turned into a book. It's Vintage Butterworth. He explains how to live from a deeper state of consciousness and awaken to health, love, prosperity, and peace of mind. Practical Metaphysics. Find it online by going to unity.org and click shop. Take a trip with Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Central and tune in to World Spirituality. A lifelong student and practitioner of many world spiritual teachings, Paul guides you to the unity and common values shared by all world religions. We really are all connected. Take a journey with Paul and explore our planet's spiritual landscape with insight, humor, and practical advice for all. Join the show with your question or comment right here on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. And we're back here with the Ask Dr. Dream show here on Unity Online Radio. And I just want to give a big shout out to the beautiful Diane Ray, producer extraordinaire behind the scenes, and to Louie Louie, who's also helping to make sure everything runs so nice and smoothly. And I think I even dreamt about Louie last night. He doesn't know this, but I I don't know what Louie looks like because I've never seen him in person, but we were talking about the show and trying to get, it was actually trying to get the Facebook live version of the show happening and he was helping produce it and we were walking down the street and we were trying to get the technology together. So Louie, I think I'm going to try to get you dreaming and that's my attempt to do that. So just so you know, we're going to bring you in one of these darn days. Okay. So, Louie, Louie, we love you. And Nancy T, um, we on our Facebook Live that we do before this show, 
on Facebook on my Kelly Sullivan Walden Dr. Dream page. You shared a very interesting dream. Would you be willing to do um, the nutshell version of it? And so we can we can talk a little bit about it. I think it's very interesting. Yeah. The nutshell version is I was interning at the NFL and I was assigned to get the kicker to the ball so he could kick the ball, but he was a one-legged kicker. And when my boss told me to do that, I said, no way, I'm not doing it. And he said, yes, you are. And I said, watch me walk away while I don't do it. I ended up going out (laughs) and going to a room in a house to see the game. And my sister was in there trying on a blouse. And I said, hey, that's my blouse. And she said, do you want it back? And I said, no, that was a pain in the butt to put on. And then I woke up. I mean, that's a real nutshell version, but I think I hit the high points. Okay. (laughs) What's the title of your dream? Uh, uh, (laughs) Well, (laughs) uh, NFL, L, no. (laughs) I didn't want to say the H word. (laughs) Ella, Ella, Ella. L, no. Okay. And what's the subtitle? Um, The blouse always fits. The blouse always fits? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, got it. All right, so what does the NFL symbolize to you? Like what, if I was an alien, didn't know what that was, what described the NFL? That's just like my, I would say my sporty spice, my my inner um, boy, you know, tomboy coming out and, you know, wanting to be scrappy. Which, in fact, okay. is my characteristic in this dream. I think I was pretty scrappy when I told him, watch me walk away while I don't do what you tell me to do. That's funny. I, you're even funny in your dreams. That's <laughs> I laughed that's at hilarious. in my dream at that moment. I thought that was funny. So the boss, who? what was this? What's this represent he, to you? Is there like was, somebody in your... Go ahead. It was actually a person who I went to high school with, who I'm friends with. He was never bossy with me. I haven't seen him in forever, but but this boss was just kind of like, no, you're going to do this. I'm giving you this task. You're an intern. You have to do it because, you know, I own you right now. And that was the symbolism of that character. Just uh, you have to do this because I own you. Mm. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so do you, all right. So I think I'm going to do an if it were my dream. Unless you you have anything sure. else to say about no. Well, I want to say here's the kicker, but I'm bummed. <laughs> um, and I think it's yeah. it's interesting that your daughter's about to have twins, and they've been kicking her a lot lately. And so there's mm-hmm. something about the kicking mm-hmm. and the kicking getting more intense and. I'm not sure about the one-legged. What does it mean to just have one leg and to be a one-legged kicker? I It's it just to me that's like you don't have anything, and it, but what you do have, you're using to its fullest extent, you know, to the fullest capacity. Oh. Because if you only have one leg and you're choosing to kick with it, that is kick butt. You know what I'm saying? Like that right, is that's really kicking. A, of all things, you're not just trying to stumble along or hobble about. You are you're doing the most with that leg. Oh, that's awesome. And that's definitely you. You take what you've got and you rock it and you you kick butt <laughs> with with what you've got. In some way, we're all one-legged kickers. 
and we need each other to to help us <laughs> to help you know to help really have the show be kicking. Um, the so I think it's an interesting thing about the I'm I'm walking away. Oh, you're, the the energy to me that feels the most important in this dream is like I won't be boxed in. And no one's going to make me do anything. You can't make me. It's like this yeah. positive use of will that's like, no, I'm standing for what resonates with me. I'm not going to just go down and do what, do something that really takes away my life force. I'm standing for myself. I'm going to kick butt for myself, not for somebody else. And I can do things for a little while, but nope, I'm done. And then you immediately immerse yourself in clothes, but it's a shirt that I want to say it's a shirt that doesn't fit, but it does fit. It's, it's just that shirt, it's too. It does fit. It's just complicated to put on, but I'm not putting it on. My sister is. Right. It's like not wanting to put on like that belongs to me. It's mine, but it's too hard. It doesn't fit any, or it doesn't, it, I keep wanting to say it doesn't fit, mm-hmm. even though that's not what happened. It, it doesn't fit right, or it's too complicated to wear. So mm-hmm. giving this away. So, I mean, I, I would think that there's something that is being released here that relates very much to that first part of the dream. Um, I don't know if you don't have to necessarily dig too deeply into into your world, but um, what would you do if you became lucid in this dream? Is there anything you would change about this misfit, mis complicated shirt and this forceful um, dude telling you to work at the NFL? You know, what's interesting about it is the shirt itself. I remember like, I was like, wow, that's my shirt. But I wasn't at all angry that she had it. And she said, do you want it back? And I said, no, it's a pain in the butt to put on. So I don't mm-hmm. want it back. You can have it. And I sort of, I actually, I sort of like the dream because I wasn't yeah. taking the one thing that seems like something I would never want to do. And I wasn't taking the thing that some people would think for sure I'd want to do. I wasn't taking anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, know I mean? you were I like. Sort of, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm good. I'm good as is. Just me. And Kosar and Russ, I'm going to invite you to weigh in if there's anything you want to say. I'll just say this last piece. I think in the card that you picked, the say yes, um, one of the mm-hmm. lines in there was something about travel lightly, let go of what, like the things that may have resonated before, but don't any longer so that you can travel lightly. Like what no longer fits, let that stuff mm-hmm. go. What isn't quite right, let it go, let it go, let it go so that you can make room for what does. So I'm feeling like that. My <laughs> Kosar's liking that. She's doing quite the dance move of like, oh, I'll have what I'm having. Kosar, what's it, is that triggering anything? Yes. This is what I exactly I have to do today. Oh, let go. Yeah. Isn't there a song? Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> what about you, Russ? What is this bringing up for you? Any um, thoughts? Probably lightly and um, you know having things fit I, I know I still have habits of my thought process and uh, my last actually my trip before last to Peru I climbed Mount El Sangati and you know I was very tired and cold and I felt threatened um, in my um, because I was really cold and we were spending the night in one of the elders homes that didn't have heat and I demanded that I go back to Cusco and take a hot shower. And so <laughs> from my demand, 
and I, I was traveling heavy there with my energy. And and so I demanded three hours later, we're back in Cusco, and I go to take a shower, and there's no hot water. Oh, my God. And if I would have just um, relaxed a little bit, I would have warmed up, and I would have been able to stay with the high priest in his home. And I, I, and I don't know what would have happened if I would have stayed. I know that I created misery for myself and others through um, traveling heavy. Um, mm. that's, that's what comes up for me right now with that. Oh, oh, I love that. I think I think we learn just as much from the things when we get it right as, as when we get it wrong. Because I think that makes yeah. such a potent story to share. I mean, I can think of moments when I've when I've said, no, it's got to be my way instead of getting into the flow of it. And, and it's just, I mean, but we, I think we constantly need a reminder. I think that's a really awesome, awesome message. So Nancy, back to you and your dream. So how is this feeling with you? It it feels really good. And, And when you said what you said, it prompted me to remember that I've been watching Marie Kondo and her whole organizing method and her, she has this whole thing about when you when you pick up a, an article of clothing, does it does it bring you does it spark joy? And if it doesn't, let it go. And um, so I mm. wonder if that had something to do with why that part came in. But I've been wanting to do that with everything in my life, not just my clothes or not just my cupboards or whatever, but just with everything. If it doesn't spark joy, let's just let this go. And oh. uh, maybe that's what this whole dream was leading me to. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, this is great. I mean, so um, that kind of leads us to the the last question then about um, what what will be your action that you'll take? How will you activate this dream? How will you honor it with action? Well, I think I will just work on letting go of whatever I can, whatever if whether it's material things to clear space because I have all these new things coming into my world. And, you know, what they say, (laughs) nature abhors a vacuum. So if I can just create a vacuum or get a vacuum out and actually do the rug, um, (laughs) like if any of that could happen, that would be great. And that would would clear space for the really good stuff to come in that I would love to have. Oh, good. That's wonderful. Get an actual vacuum. Not like um, Glennon Doyle Melton, you know, my favorite story about her vacuuming. (laughs) Yes, yes. <laughs> she hates to that. vacuum in her book love warrior she talks about how she hates to vacuum and will never vacuum but she noticed that her daughter has a little buggy for her baby and she was pushing the baby across the living room floor and it was making these little tracks in the carpet so she said hey honey walk your baby across from here and here and here so that when her husband came home she said look honey i vacuumed <laughs> it looked like all the little lines were <laughs> <laughs> and she took the kid out to make it happen. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> get out a real vacuum. <laughs> Don't make your child. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Okay, Russ, back to you. I think um inside of the whole conversation of the Celestine prophecy really points to this elevating step-by-step kind of stair-step way to elevate our consciousness so that we are living in a way that is 
really the ultimate way that humans can be on the planet where we're not in the control dramas. That was the other insight about trying to take each other's energy, trying to overpower each other or being too in the inquiry, like, um, help me, help me, help me or avoiding, but to be in this place where we are not trying to get our energy from people, but from the source itself and then operating from a higher way. Did you, have you experienced your own kind of elevating of consciousness and certain things that were dramatic rolling off a little easier and like a general sense of well-being in all these amazing journeys you've had? Uh, totally. Uh, general sense of well-being and freedom. Um, like mm. I shared at the beginning of, of the show that, um, I was pretty restricted inside my body and tense and and uptight and being able to um, do these practices and go to these places and um, learn new ways to um, release my heavy energy. Um, the Carols do a meditation that's super simple and to recognize any heaviness I have in my body and, and my surrounding body bubble, I can release that into the earth and so I have a better Mm. sense of well-being um, a new practice that I can do to bring that into my life every day and it takes maybe three minutes it's it's really simple to practice and um, and having the freedom just um, to learn about Peru and the people and and um, I'm free to dream and travel around the world and it's pretty cool instead of being constricted and afraid that I, I can't go anywhere because it's not safe. And so, yeah, right. I I've, I've been opened up a little bit. Oh, man. Well, you seem and, and very being, wide open. Sarcastic. Right. Just a little bit, but a whole lot. Um, I loved what you just said. When when we were in Teotihuacan, um, someone said to me when we were, there's a releasing ceremony that we do in this wonderful, magical place called the place of the women. And someone was expressing that they were afraid to give their pain to mother earth, to, to this, there's this giant hole in the ground. It's like a well that leads supposedly all the way down to the center of the earth and to the, the heart of the great mother. And it's this invitation to not have to carry any burden that you don't want to carry and to give it to the mother. And Nancy tells her, oh, Nancy T did such a beautiful job. And Russ, um, Nancy, actually, there was this Dana and Shez Libby wrote this song about like kind of coming from the voice of Guadalupe of the mother. And then Nancy sang this song and embodied the mother in the place of the women. It was so beautiful. Um, but there's there was somebody who who was saying that they didn't want to give it to the mother because they didn't want to poison her. They didn't want to put something negative in the earth that they they wanted to take care of her and only put something positive in. And I had much to say about that, but I'd love to hear how you would respond to that whole notion of putting something that you don't want to carry your negativity, your fear into the earth. Well, the Caro, their belief, um, the natives that I study with in Peru, is that there's um, light energy, and they call that Sami, and heavy energy called Hucha. And um, they give all the... Sami and Hucha. Sami and Hucha. And they give all their 
they don't call it negative. They just call it heavy. And they connect um, their tail into the earth, into the underworld. The underworld loves heavy energy. That's what it's all about. And Mm. it's a different way to look at life and to look at, um, I know, my domesticated reality um, here on earth is that I was taught certain things. um, But now I, I can change my mind. And that's part of the freedom to be able to understand um, their way is a very simple and powerful way to give it, give our hucha, our heavy energy, into the earth, and the earth lights it. It's fertilizer, truly wow. fertilizer for the earth, for the underworld. So it's not taking away; it's actually a gift. Ooh, that's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. Because mm-hmm. I was like, and we that. can, yes. and we can do that with <laughs> other people. Um, also, it's a little more advanced um, process. But being able to, uh, we call it eat uh, someone else's hucha, and to mm. be able to give it to the earth. We have the ability. Ooh, say something about that. I think that's interesting. Say more about that. Well, so there are some people, religious people or spiritual people, that say, you know, if someone bothers you, pray for them. Pray that they get all the good things. And so it's a similar process, except for if you see some heaviness in someone else, um, that you can open up your center and your spiritual stomach, and you can take in all of their heaviness. You have the ability to do that, and then and then digest it, and then put your tail into the earth and give the underworld all that hucha. And it releases all the energy you have with that person, with that situation, and with that, and whatever it is, whether it's a country, a city, a, a group of people. We did in Hawaii, and it was just such a beautiful thing because it it takes our heavy energy also about that situation and gives it to the earth, and then we we have more Sami in us, and we have capacity for Sami. Um, so oh. the upper world is is Sami, this light energy. This world we call the mundane. So the mundane is a mixture of Hucha and Sami, and then the underworld is totally Hucha. So I don't know if that makes sense when I just explain. But it's a wonderful oh. process. And so we'll oh, do I that love process. it. I love it. Own that process in Peru. Um, and then after we come back from Peru, we can practice it. Well, I love it. And again, for anyone who's listening, if you want to join us in Peru, you can go to my website. It's kellysullivanwalden.com forward slash Peru. 2019 2019 <laughs> what you what year is that 2019 um but if you're not able to come just like the the whole reason behind the book dreaming heaven that i co-wrote with lee mccormick jenny gentry and frank hayhurst i i act as kind of the narrator in that book but we wrote it in response to the movie Dreaming Heaven about the journey to Teotihuacan because there were so many people that loved the movie and, and loved everything that was shared about the journey. But they said, I'm never going to get to Mexico. I'm never going to get to do this. But we thought, wow, well, there's a way to be able to practice some of this stuff without having to physically go. Yeah, it's really powerful to go. And if you can go, definitely go. But it doesn't mean that you can't start doing this work without it. And all this Teotihuacan stuff I'm talking about, I should be letting people know that you can get the Dreaming Heaven 
book, you can get it on Amazon. It also comes with the movie, a DVD of the movie, if anyone still has a DVD player. <laughs> Some people still do. Um, because the and in the book, there's all these exercises about things like what Russ was saying that you can do to begin to shift your energy. And and But I love what you're saying. And I would even invite everybody who's listening, if you've got something heavy that you're moving through that you would like to not be carrying with you find it can they just find a place like in their garden in their backyard um out on the street what can they do give some give people something practical to do with some of their hucha and i love that word by the way hucha mama <laughs> with their hucha so they can have more sami or is it sami or sami it depends on where you're from. I I, I call it both Sami and uh, Sami. I, I I can't say it the other way, but um, it, it's it's a super simple process of um, standing wherever you are and noticing your body bubble or the energy around your body. Sometimes we carry uh, hucha or heavy energy in our bubble also, and mm. to be able to stand there acknowledge your body bubble, open up the top of your body bubble and acknowledge that there's light energy coming from the above world, from the star nation and coming into your body and then noticing inside your body or your body bubble if there's any heaviness. And in our Western mind, we might call it um, anxiety, fear, anger, frustration. Um, In the Carol world, they just call it heavy. It feels heavy inside of us. And so you notice that and you collect it. Um, You push Sami or allow Sami to swirl through your body and bring the um, hucha or heavy energy into your spiritual stomach. And you digest it there. And then you open up your tail region and extend your tail into the earth and let that hucha flow and let the Sami flow through your body and I don't want to, I want to say push, but it's not really the right word. Um, Is it like you're taking a spiritual flow. poop? Exactly. And okay. I just had to be sure. Another way we put it. And to give that, get that heavy energy to the earth, to the underworld, um, because it likes it. It thrives on that heavy energy, the hucha. And then once you notice that you're done, you can close up um, those body centers and that's what I would call them, and 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 check. And sometimes I know there's little remnants. Um, sometimes it takes a couple minutes to let those remnants flake off and go into your spiritual stomach and then go down into the earth. Um, and it, it can take maybe three to five minutes. I, I do it in the shower. It's um, Sometimes I stand and there's uh, Sami. I see water as being Sami. And... So while I'm taking my shower, I, I can do that process. It takes three minutes for me. So it's a, it's a simple practice that really enlightens me. It lightens me. Wow. I love this. Yeah. This is, and yeah. I love that you can do it for somebody. Oops. I love that you can do it for somebody else. I'm trying to get this so that it doesn't play out loud. I'm trying to pull up my Peru web page without hearing the sounds of that. Okay. I love that you can do it for other people. I mean, I know a lot of people um, in my family and, and others that, that are very concerned with the things that 
are being played out on the news and what, you know, in our current presidency and, and Mm -hmm. things that we can feel so powerless about, like we, we can't do anything about that. So we either feel frustrated or we go into denial or, but this feels like it's an actual practical thing that we can do. The, the removing of hucha, like if enough of us really did this, like mm-hmm. I would say the alchemy of hucha, it's not even removing it. It's taking it from one place, moving it into another that can then eat it and turn it into food and life and light. I love that. It gives us the ability to do something ourselves. So Russ, in this minute that we have before we go, what's the best website or email that you can give out for people that would like to contact you with more with questions? Uh, um, my website is Journeys with Russ. Journeys with Russ. Journeyswithrust.com. And if you go to kellysullivanwalden.com forward slash Peru, April 2019. That's the webpage. You can find out about our journey. So thank you, Nancy Telzero. Thank you. Thank you, Kosar. Thank you, Russ thank Jones. This you, has been everybody. such a magical, magical show. And thank you, everyone at Unity Online Radio. Until we all meet again. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.